0: So we are going to do a new segment called One's Gotta Go, One's Gotta Go. And I have with me today a special guest, Brittany, everybody say hi to Brittany or Brittany say hi to everybody.
1: Hello everybody, what's up?
0: All right, so (laughs) what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell, I'm going to name four things and we're going to discuss which one has to go, we both have to agree. Okay, oh, gosh. so all right, <laughs> one's gotta go Travis Green, who's coming to Sacramento on March 24th. Travis, what's up? <laughs> Todd Delaney, Jonathan McReynolds, or Ty Chabrett. Again, Travis Green, Todd Delaney, Jonathan McReynolds, or Ty Chabrett, and one has to go. I picked Tauve. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's so wrong. You got to be one of the options.
0: I know. That's right. I love you, Tony. Okay, I don't. Um, I mean, Tony, I appreciate your voice and stuff. Um, So Shady. I'm not being shady. I'm just saying one's got to go. That's the person that he was the fifth one and two had to go. And I added him to take him off. One's got to go. Travis Green, Todd Delaney, Jonathan McReynolds, and tied your bet. So tell me what you're thinking.
1: Um, I think that Jonathan Neckwald needs not. to go he because, will be right first of, the of list. All, I don't even know who he is. What in the
0: world? What <laughs> in the apostolic Jesus-only foolishness is this?
1: I just, I don't know who he is. So first that says all, something, you know?
0: It does say something about you. <laughs> it's not going to be Jonathan McReynolds because we're both going to have to agree. So is it Travis Green, Todd Delaney, or Tiger Briggs? I like Todd Delaney, but I'm not certain. I mean, and I have a CD, but I haven't, and I've listened to it like a couple of times, but you would have to like sing like all the way, like through the bear, Oh for God. me to be like, oh, this is a Todd Delaney song. No shade. Like, <laughs> so like, are you like, saying his voice sounds like
1: everybody
0: else's? I'm not saying that. i just say he's unmemorable right now.
1: Wow.
0: Like, Travis Green, like, if I had to pick between who I would have, like, come, you know, sing at the church, between Travis Green and Todd Delaney, I'm having Todd Delaney all day.
1: Okay,
0: okay. But... but- <coughs> Only because Todd Delaney, I'm just assuming that he can sing like some,
1: Oh, I come lift him up. Mm. You know,
0: I just I don't I don't know. And Travis Green song.
1: gonna have his guitar out, you know.
0: Right. <laughs> Slowing and
1: it down. He I was gonna
0: say okay, never mind. He's okay, March 24th. <laughs> moving on. Okay, moving on. So it's gonna be it's gonna have to be Todd Delaney for me. Or Travis Green. I'm gonna have to stick with Todd Trebet because he has some some classics. Like yeah. to me. True. He represents, like, classic. So, mm-hmm. Travis Green and Todd DeLaney. Okay. So, I agree with
1: you with Ty Trebet. Um, I agree with you with Ty Trebet. Definitely. I feel like he's versatile. Like, I feel like he would be able to okay. sing those old songs, and he can kind of make, you know, make them new okay. irrelevant. So, I think my first is still Jonathan McRiddles to go first. The next one would yeah, be... To agree, so. The next one. <laughs> The to and be, there. The next one for me would be Travis Green. Okay,
0: bye Travis Green. <laughs> but you're coming to you're coming to Sacramento, and so I will be there um, to hear you minister because I do have your CD and I do enjoy your music and your ministry. So just yes. in case you ever listen to this podcast, yes.
1: you are valued. And actually, I may be coming to that event as well, me and a friend, so. Can we get free tickets? <laughs> Even
0: though we have to let you go.
1: I, I'm not asking for free tickets because I support my own. <laughs>
0: oh, okay. And I'm, I'm, I really, I support my own because if I got a free ticket, then I can bring somebody up. Still, there will be support.
1: Mm, witnessing. So, I
0: supported mm. you when I bought your album. Do you have his album? No.
1: No. Oh. The shade is real in uh, here, that, guys. Is that shade or is the that? I don't have this album. Unless you
0: decide to support my own. Okay, all right, instruments. Here we go. One's gotta go. The organ, this is the churchy edition, by the way, just in case you couldn't tell. <laughs> the organ, the drums, the tambourine, or the keyboard. The organ, the drums, the tambourine, or the keyboard. One's gotta go. For me, already, goodbyes to the tambourine. I don't understand its purpose. I do not believe in it. I do not understand why it has a Facebook and YouTube channel. I do not understand why it must be, and I do not understand why it is on this list, um, <laughs> posing as something comparable to the organ, the drums, and the keyboard. So for me, the tambourine must go.
1: Oh, uh, for me, I'm gonna have to agree with you. <laughs> I feel bad. I feel like all the mothers in Zion are turning over in their grave right now. But
0: all the mothers in apostolic, all the mothers in the apostolic Zion, because <laughs> over here the culture.
1: <laughs> oh, you trying to rap right now? That's, you a to rap? that's
0: a different Zion. Oh my um, gosh! Okay.
1: I would have to agree. I mean, nobody really shouts to tamarinds. We shout to the organ, the keyboard, the drums. Wow, <laughs> I know back in the day, day we just needed wood, wood, uh, wooden floors, and a footstep. But I feel like you know nowadays, you know, we need that 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 beat, and tambourine just don't do it.
0: Okay, so um, we're gonna <laughs> kick it with Travis Green, maybe we have a ghost uh, participant in our podcast segment. Would you like to participate in any way?
2: I couldn't help myself. <laughs>
0: Please welcome Allie.
2: <laughs> Are we kidding? The tambourine is the cornerstone what of what? church. What's church? Just of the does, does no one else remember mm. I don't need no music? Yeah. Need... Which was a hand clap, not.
0: We said we didn't
1: But need before,
2: okay. Holy Back God. in what the you- day. <laughs>
0: And when we don't need no music, we got the Holy Ghost. What is the (laughs) apple?
2: All we needed. Wait, what did we say? All we needed? Okay. So, everyone's church doesn't have a whole. The Holy Ghost. All we need is the Holy Ghost. Everyone's church doesn't have a full musical production and throw cantatas. Okay. Some some people. This is shady for real. Some people. Some people have humble churches oh, and the oh, musician is the pastor's son or daughter okay. and they had a track meet that day okay. so we still gonna have church speak lord but there's no one on the drums and the organist is sick and so all we have no organist playing at another church. playing at another church because the other church can pay him a love offering true true so all we have is the mothers in zion and the mothers in zion in training Mm-hmm. with their humble you tambourine. you yourself.
0: Is, is there something that we need to know? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, just it there. Oh, I mean
1: I mean, we were deep in a church back in
2: the day.
1: Oh <laughs> my God. Yeah, so we were, it, we <laughs> were the mothers of
2: <laughs> But I will say, if still all you have, have is a tambourine, church can still go on.
0: But the question is, one's got to go, though. One's got to
2: go. It's not to
0: say that the tambourine is not valuable. It's just to say that if we had to choose, between one going. The tambourine is in, is not valuable to this list.
2: It's definitely and it allows for anyone to participate. All these other instruments, you have to be a trained professional. You know what? how am I supposed to participate in the musical experience? I can't sing. All I'm, things are beautiful all I can and give and is God my years. tambourine playing.
0: I'm gonna go I'm gonna I'm gonna side with you Allie. I'm gonna side with okay. you. I'm gonna I'm gonna put the tambourine down you know what caught my ear? was the participatory spirit of the tambourine. So I'm going to cut the keyboard, because sometimes when the keyboard and the organ are going
2: forth, I can't hear. (laughs) what the Lord is
0: saying. I can't hear the organ. I just care about the organ. Yeah.
2: And
0: so I know that the keyboard can create the same sounds, and it's lighter and more mobile, Um, but not as quite as mobile as as the tambourine.
2: And have you ever heard somebody doing too much on the keyboard? Like, I don't, don't, like,
0: don't, the like. don't want to disrespect the keyboard. I mean, I don't, it, and we don't have to throw. Travis like we don't have to throw in the bus. <laughs> just to say that because we, <laughs> we're gonna go to the concert. So I don't want to. I don't want to disrespect okay, the keyboard. The security, goes, stop with
2: something on the keyboard. Britney, but I'm here for the
0: tambourine. Brittany, will you agree that we can keep the tambourine and throw out the keyboard? if we have all of them except one. Okay,
1: so the only reason why I would agree with that is because the keyboard can play organ, what would you say, notes? Or it can sound like the organ. So we can keep the tampering on.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been One's Gotta Go. And um, until March 24th, we will see you later, Travis Green. And until tonight, we'll see the keyboard later. I want to oh thank my, my special guests, Miss Brittany and Miss Allie, for <laughs> joining me today. And we'll be back in our next episode with "One's Gotta Go." Thanks, Miss Brittany. Tell the folks goodbye. Bye.
2: All right. I not believe you church.
0: So I've been thinking a lot about um, just how to maintain peace in life, and I think a lot of times when people talk about peace, they are not talking about the shalom of God. They are talking. They're not talking about. Fellowship with the God of Peace. They are talking about like, like sheer, like natural quietness, or the absence of like strife and 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 bitterness and loudness. And my perspective is that that is not um, the peace that God promises. Um, the peace that God promises is the peace that overshadows even calamity right so it coexists with calamity um, so that you know that there is the peace of god right and so how do you know you're experiencing peace um, if everything else is peaceful right you know that you're experiencing the peace of god because the peace of God surpasses all understanding like you are um, amidst um, situations where um, peace seems impossible or difficult to attain but still um, you you feel peace you resonate with peace you partner you corner with peace because of the um, the way that you 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 feel, or as a response to um, God's grace, as a response um, to God's promise. Um, uh, so, um, it's important for believers, especially, to um, realign our thinking around peace, so that we. Um, Do not um, misunderstand what peace is in the biblical sense. Um, I was reading um, one day, or I think I was watching a YouTube video, um, and I I was... um, Listening to the YouTube video talk about shalom, um, and one of the things that the word peace would describe or shalom was described as um, is when things are the way that they are supposed to be, and that really touched my mind and my heart and my spirit because um, now whenever I think about like this idea of peace, like I'm not thinking about like like this sort of over like management of environment as much as I'm thinking about like how the peace that resides in me like impacts the things around me or the way that I see or experience things Um, and so I don't know if that makes sense but it it makes a lot of sense to me in my mind and in the process of experiencing peace, I realized that there are a lot of people in our lives that do not um, experience peace. Um, you can get like that—you ever got that, like that frantic text message or phone call or email from somebody, and they're like, "Call me" or like, "Come to my office ASAP," or and it, it's like, the, in your and, and it creates a lot of anxiety in you because of the franticness that they are demonstrating and and the way that they are summoning you or the way that they're talking to you or the way that they're trying to get your attention. Um, And you sort of join this frantic sort of situation by responding very frantically. um, And... That kind of happened to me a couple of weeks ago where like somebody else was sort of in that space and they were wanting to discuss it with me. But the way that they came off was like, oh, my gosh. And I had to tell myself, like, you actually don't have to receive um the the frantic sort of like i need to handle this i need to do this right now because the peace of god rests in your mind and your heart and your spirit and so whatever that person has to say they're going to say it when they have to say it but their frantic behavior does not have monopoly over the peace that dwells in you and so i was thinking about that and also thinking about 1 Thessalonians, the fourth chapter in the 11th verse, it's a scripture that we quote a lot and it says that we should study to be quiet and to do our own business and to work with our own hands as we have been commanded. To study to be quiet, to do our own business and to work with our own hands as we have been commanded. and. I don't know about you, but in, in, in spaces and in times and experiences where I have felt the most peace, it's when I knew that I had not been meddling or agitating in other people's affairs, right? The, the, the times when I felt the most peace is when I had been so occupied with what God has called me to do and who he has called me to be. That other people's affairs and business and, and 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 scenarios were not a part of my daily conversation, were not a part of my interaction between friends and loved ones, like the the, the scripts, the motivation, the passion. Um, the, naturally generated because of who God made me was what was driving me to be who I was rather than getting some juicy news or or, or spreading information and I think that this scripture is really calling us to think about how to create peace in our own life because sometimes we can bring calamity to ourselves um, even when we think we are um, just sort of enjoying, you know, the friendly banter or um, catching up with an old friend about something that happened. We can think that we're bringing peace, but it's like anything that you um, expose yourself to, can essentially become a burden to you, right? You know how it is when people say, like, I, like, I went to the store, I went to Target for one thing, um, and then I, I ended up, I'm um, getting 15 things, and the reason is because, um, rather than going down the one aisle that I came. Um, to get something from, um, I go down 15 aisles and I get one thing from each aisle. So I've exposed myself to more than I came to get. And the reality and the results of me exposing myself to more than what I came to get is that I grab things because my eyes um, see them. Or maybe I heard somebody say, oh, I want some ice cream. And my my mind and my heart said, yeah, you want some ice cream too. or. And so we um, often can expose ourselves to so much um, that sometimes we need to just kind of pull back Um, you know, not pick up the phone, not return every text message, not um, respond um, to every inquiry, but just kind of pull back and figure out, like, what's God saying to me? Like, how can I study to be quiet? How can I work hard at my own business? How can I be so uh, committed to what God has called me, what He has given me authority and dominion over? How can I be so responsible for that? That other people's situations in their life um, are not at the center of my day. Um I was looking at um, uh, the the a couple of commentaries around 1 Thessalonians 4 and 11, um, and I want to read what the Elliott Commentary um, says about the idea of studying to be quiet. It says, The word means more than study, and that ye make it your ambition to be quiet. Their ambitions having formerly been to make a stir among the The churches, and this is a a letter written to the churches in Thessalonica. It is a strong use of the rhetorical figure called oxymoron, or combining words of contrary meaning in order to give force and point to the style. The warning is. The warning in this verse are not directed against defiance of the law of brotherly love, but against a thoroughly wrong mode of showing that love. The unquietness, meddlesomeness, dissoluteness, which with which it is accompanied, are not so instances are are not so much instances of unkindness to the, to the brotherhood as scandals to the heathen. Hence, the conjunction at the beginning of the verse has not, has something of an uh, uh, adversative force. We beg you to be even more abundantly liberal, and yet at the same time to to agitate for perfect calmness about it. It is commonly supposed, but proof is impossible, that the unsettlement arose from the belief in the nearness of the advent, and so. Essentially, what is happening in the in, in the scripture is that the churches have to be reminded that if you want to create peace, if you want to sustain peace, you have to choose what you decide to care about. You have to choose what aisle you expose yourself to. Um, you have to choose what you decide to listen to, what you decide to intake, what you decide to participate in, and 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 it takes a certain diligence, right? It takes a certain ambition. So it's not just I'm going to be in my corner and I'm not going to listen to other people, but it is also that I'm going to make the effort to avoid being in circumstances where I am inviting my 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 peace into a. A space where it can be disturbed, right? And so, this is not um, admonishment to unbelievers. This is not admonishment to people who have not come in contact um, with 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 Christ. This is admonishment to people who have been um, enamored in 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 church culture and in. Um, rhetoric and you know, rules and traditions and all of these different things. And, and the scripture is saying, like, rather than making an effort, rather than making a diligent, tenacious effort to be in the middle of drama, make a diligent and tenacious effort to pursue peace by pursuing your own business, right? So if your hands are busy and your mouth is busy um, and and your spirit is busy, you're physically and spiritually and naturally busy doing the work for which I've already given you to do, then everything on the outside of, of the perimeter of who you are and what you have called to be to, to be doing doesn't matter. And so I would I, I would submit that there is peace like in when we when we work to escape um, other people's business, right? And we don't see it as like, oh, well, she came to me, or he came to me, or he said it to me. Sometimes we, when we know that the conversation is going in the wrong direction, we have to be like, oh, hey, this is the time when I need to push back. I need to get out of this conversation, right? And, if i was a journalism major i love like telling stories and hearing things and listening to people and and and, and like i love doing that like 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 most people and i know that like if i'm like in in the mode where i'm giving information like sometimes it feels good to be the person that passes on information and so it 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 it, it, it takes extra effort um it, it it takes studying it takes diligence it takes ambition it takes tenacity to be like, I'm not going to be that person because then if I'm not the person who is spreading information or if I'm not the person that is managing the affairs of other people when there is drama and calamity, I know I'm scot-free of any indictment right? I know I'm not involved in what 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 might be happening. My name is not going to be in the newsletter as a hearsay or a person who agitated the situation. I'm removed from it because I intentionally removed myself from it from the beginning. So, it's important for us to, to 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 examine the role that we play, the role we we're invited to play, and 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 how diligently we work to stay separate from the enemy's trick to make us overly involved in things that don't concern us. And I'm not talking about this because I'm an expert. I'm talking about this because this is something that the Lord has been dealing with me about. Right? Like, how do you how do you create peace in your own life? by like deciding, making a conscious effort to step away from things that don't concern you. And that's not to say be selfish and don't be loving and don't be brotherly, but it is to say like, know what to do with the information that you have and know what to avoid in order to protect your peace. All right, so I asked you all uh, to send me questions if you have questions, and I do have a question for Dear Domo this episode, and here it goes. Dear Domo, I recently moved to the area. Currently, I have no church home, and I'm really looking to discover myself. I'm really in search of more balance and need to know where do I begin. Alright, thank you for submitting the question. Shout out to the person who submitted the question. Um, I think anytime that you're starting fresh, you need to know and to just keep at the forefront of your mind the why. Like, how did I get to this, how did I get to the space where I needed to start fresh? And usually it's because of just being overwhelmed, being overtaxed, like saying yes to things that you shouldn't say yes to, like not like like saying no to things that you should have said yes to, like not really knowing your value. There are a lot of things that get us to the space where we just have to finally like separate ourselves and just decide to like do a fresh start. The reason why like remembering that why is important is because if you don't remember that why, then you can easily like find your way back into the pit that you were initially in, right? um you mentioned um not having uh, a current church hall um for uh, church people um especially those of us that are extremely involved like just like any other institution like among humans like the more you're involved with something like the more your head and your heart and your mind and your spirit is involved and sometimes um you know, we can be so involved that it's difficult to create balance, um, and so really it's important to know the, the patterns for which our involvement leads to stress and, and, and feeling overwhelmed and being sad or feeling whatever it is that we're feeling. So, taking the inventory of like, where are some places that I have been before that I do not want to return, and how did I get there? And I think a lot of times, like, we, we, when we get the courage to, to, to start over and to try something new, like, we're so excited that we don't necessarily value the importance of reflection, right? You've got to regularly remember. Um, you know, like, what was it about the, the situation that I was in before that led me to this point and how can I protect myself from not, like, going back to that place? Um, as far as <coughs> creating balance, it's really important to, you know, set some goals for, like, what you want to achieve and, and and what it takes to achieve that and, and, and create some of your own filters. It's sort of like... Um, if you know that, you know, you want to be a doctor, like, and you need a certain amount of community service, but also you have a passion for caring for people, um, you know, maybe being on a health committee, like a community health committee or like the nursing board at the church might be prudent, but it might not be prudent to do both of them, right? It might be prudent to pick one, but not the other. Just because you can do it doesn't mean that you should do it. Just because it, just because somebody asks you, like sometimes it's an honor that people ask us to be a part of things, but it doesn't necessarily mean that we need to take every honor that is bestowed upon us, right? Um, because people are people and like anything that you're part with, you know, comes with a certain amount of stress. And so if you're working to create balance, like balance has to be a part of the filter uh, when you are presented with opportunities. Right. So I'm presented with an opportunity to be on a committee or to help somebody with something. And I really need to take into account Like, is this a good week for this? Do I have the capacity for this? Have I had enough rest? Like, am I able to do this like at 1000% or at my full self in the way that I would want it to be presented to other people that I accomplished that task? Am I really able to do that? And if I'm not able to do it, like, it's really okay to say no to protect your own uh, reputation, right? And so just the, it's really important to, like, take balance into consideration. Like, Um, Do I want to do this? What is the impact that doing A, B, and C will have on my career, my life, my happiness, my relationships, so on and so forth? Um, I think that the final thing is is whenever you're moving to a a new city, is like the importance of exploration. And exploration takes time, right? Like you have to, and and it takes coordination and it takes strategy. And so like your primary um, goal should be to just explore without um, pretense or without, like, you know, stress to yourself. What that would look like if you were looking for a church is, you know, just going to a church, sitting in the back, listening, um, observing, and then leaving, right? You don't got to join the first time that you go. Like, you know, like being able to observe things and enjoy what's the environment, like what's the part of my life. And then go to another church and observe there. You don't have to sign up for anything like work through this idea of like I don't have to sign up for anything I can just be in this space I can observe I can be somebody who's exploring without a necessarily like a strong commitment and I'm not talking about like a commitment to salvation if you have not received Jesus Christ as your personal savior in a backslidden state you definitely need to recommit your life to Christ um, but if you've committed your life to Christ and you're saved then you know like the idea of like finding a church is just simply Finding a right fit, and sometimes, like I used to work in HR, and they would talk about how like the the word "fit" is is a bad word. Like, how do you how do you assume fit? And the reality is is that like we're all looking for the right fit. Like, we might come, and, and a lot of a lot of my friends and people that I know have talked about what it's like to go to an interview and like not be filling the job, even though it might pay more because they don't see a door on the space where they would be working, right? Like some people just want to close the door because they, they they imagine them their best self when they can work in a closed environment where they're playing music and kind of listening and enjoying themselves. And so fit is very important, right? Um, the other thing is is that sometimes, like, we get in a space where we want to be a hero and we want to be needed and we want to be valued, and so we 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 go places that have a lot of need, um, and then we get overwhelmed with with with. The, the the opportunities that come along with raising our hand to volunteer for things and realize that like, oh my gosh, I'm back in the place that I don't want to be. And so rather than like punishing the people that you have decided to like partner with, like it's really important to just do self-inventory inventory for yourself. Like how, how can I like balance my need for being needed and being valued with my need to be stable and to be balanced and to not return to a dark place that I've been before. So self-exploration and reflection, remembering why you got there, creating balance, learning how to say no, and just doing some non-committal exploration um, until you find what you're looking for Um, and then also just regularly, like, you know, taking inventory of your thoughts and feelings. How did I get to this place? Why do I feel this way? Is this a foreign thought or is this something that I felt before? What happened when I felt like this before? What was the result? All those questions are really important because ultimately you're responsible for protecting you. And then most importantly, you have to do the will of the Lord and he will give you the strength to do. Whatever it is that he's ordained, whatever it is that he has called you to do, but there has to be some regular communication. Like right? you're not going to get a positive performance evaluation at your job if you are not in direct communication with your supervisor um, in 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 connection with your 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 uh, position description. Right? The expectation is that you're being managed to do what your position description says um, through your supervisor. Right? And so I think um, the same is with God, like He expects us to perform according to His will, according to what He has outlined for us um, in, in the Word of God. And so we have that obligation. So we don't get to just be like, oh, I'm going to go to work and I'm going to explore and do what I got to do. Like we really need to be keen because other people will lead us in the wrong direction. In fact, other people like are placed in our path to lead us in directions for which we're not supposed to go. And a lot of times these people can be, you know, well-intentioned people who um, mean the best for us and really love us, but they don't know the promise and the call that God has on our lives So we really have to yield to what God's Word says. We have to yield to what He has said to us, to what we have been called to do. And if we don't know, then there's another level, There's another, level, another opportunity for exploration because we've got to find out what God has called us to do. And ha- having a clean slate is a blessing because a lot of people cannot start over. They would love to start over. So enjoy the time that you have. Um, and the opportunity that he's giving you, the grace that he's giving you to start a clean slate and be thankful to him. Don't let Satan position you to complain, but also be productive in the time that you have. Like you don't need a reason anymore to just go out and explore. Like whatever the things that you couldn't do before because you were changed, like celebrate and walk in your freedom and let God know that you appreciate the freedom that he is giving you by going out to figure out, okay Lord, What do you want me to do today? Where do you want me to go? What do you want me to say? And he will bless you. He will put the right people in your path. He will put the right things in your path, the right opportunities in your path, as long as you have yielded to his will. So that is my advisement to you. Um, If you are a person that wants to um, provide a question for Dear Domo, please, um, you can inbox me on any of my social media platforms. You can text me if you know me. Um, I appreciate you all. Um, You can follow me at... Um, on Twitter, my Twitter handle is SWS, the podcast season with saw SWS, the podcast, um, on Instagram and Facebook, it's at SWS podcast. Um, so feel free to
2: follow me and have a great day.